So I uh, I had that New Day Frappuccino that just launched yesterday. Yes, you did. Tell me yeah. about it. The New Day Frappuccino. It's called the Booty Frapp. Oh. Let me guess. What would you put in a booty chino, a booty frapp? It would be um, mocha, obviously. Oh. Obviously. And uh, I'll see myself out. This segment's over. <laughs> yep. I'm sorry. <laughs> Hi everyone, welcome to That guy's dick is huge <laughs> Anyway I Hi can... everyone, welcome to Fight Forever Hello everyone, hi This is a podcast about pro wrestling In which we talk about it because we absolutely know what we're talking about A hundred percent, you can count on that Who are, who are, what, um I'm, Am I supposed to talk here? Yeah, I'm I'm Colin. I'm Zach. This is Fight Forever. It's a show about wrestling and um happy That's it. Happy oh the end. Happy four twenty, everybody. Woohoo. Uh, Haha, blaze it. Give me uh, too sweet. Uh, uh, Alright. <laughs> it's been look it's been a week. It has been a week. It has been a week. Can I well, before we get out on that, can I just say Okay, so I don't know if people know this. What? But I have a question. When did 420 become a national holiday? Uh, Do you know this? No, 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 no. I just, I don't know if people are aware, like, how big of a thing it is. Like, it's a thing. Yeah, it's a thing. Okay, so, I mean, it was always a thing, but, like, it's a thing now. And I'm just, I'm just sort of curious. I mean, I under, whatever, whatever. Weed's cool. I don't have any problems with it. Good. Attitude's changing. Whatever. Don't give a shit. Um, I get really fucking sick and tired of seeing people posting shit about it. Uh, yeah, you know, I'm actually like, I'm kind of bothered by it because uh, people make a big deal about weed, and at this point in my life, I'm just like, uh, and like, like, that's the thing. I don't care. I don't partake, you know, very often at all whatsoever. Please don't drug test me. Please don't drug test me. Um, but. Working in the craft beer industry like I do, everyone was fucking Ugh. posting about it today. It was like, ha ha, 420, ha ha, 420 this. Come out of the 420 event and drink a bunch of beer because... Because weed. Because there will also be weed. And that's what they couldn't say. Yep. I'm just really sick of this 420 stuff. Me too, because it's a bunch of fucking posers. 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 Uh, fucking with Mustees. It's just, it's weed, dude. It's not a big deal. Just get it over. Dude, if you go to Colorado and, like, you make a big deal about weed, they're just like... <laughs> yeah, tourists. Yeah. Or, like, same thing like Massachusetts or Seattle or any of those fucking places where it's legal. They're just, like, idiots. <laughs> but if you go to Colorado and make a big deal about their craft beer... Then you fit right yeah, in. Then you're a good kind of tourist. Yes, you are. Um... Sorry. So that that's your drug your drug update. That's your drug date for yep. to this episode. Uh, I swear we talk about fights. No, we you say that, but last week we didn't talk about shit. We just talked about how much we hated everything. No, we talked about New Japan and we talked about UFC. We talked about everything that wasn't wrestling. Yeah. 
Well, that is proper wrestling and not sports entertainment. You say proper wrestling, but a man headbutt a man and probably ended his career because of it. Yeah. Sorry, I don't want to drag down this episode too much. You can go yeah. listen to last week. If By you want. the way, Shabbat, the update on him is nobody knows if that's a work for sure or not. That uh, Dude, that would be awesome. Dude, if he if he headbutt him so hard, oh my God, it could cost him his career. And then he comes back and is like, yeah. not but even me can stop me may from be fucking serious. you up, Okada. It may actually be serious, it's though. Uh, it's so. probably work. Yeah, and who knows? Hey, listen. I mean, New Japan's really good at that. I mean, it doesn't if it's a work or not. It doesn't actually matter because he it yeah. won't stop him from working. Let's be honest. Anyway, sorry. Other pro wrestling that happened this week because there was some stuff that kept us in better spirits worth talking about this week. So, without further ado, uh, let's get to it, Colin. So Monday Night Raw, it starts out. With Braun Strowman coming out to huge applause and thank you, Braun Chance, as he says, I'm happy to announce that Roman Reigns is not going to be here tonight. And everybody's chanting, thank you, Braun, more. <laughs> um, and he basically says he's unstoppable. Angle comes out and says, well, good job, Braun. Now you got a match with Roman at Payback. And everybody's like, woo, what whoop de doo hope Braun wins. The entire audience makes a slow jerk-off motion. Um, and then Braun's like, that's all well and good, but what about tonight? And then Angle's like, you should be suspended for what you did, Braun. No, don't. I'm dead Braun, inside. how could you? Braun, how could you? That's all could, the CTEs yeah. calling. Yeah. <laughs> he can't feel anything from all the neck injuries. Yeah. Uh, how could you, I can't feel you, anything Braun. from my neck down, and I also don't have oh, feelings. God. I, now, now I have this Angle. image in my head of Kurt Angle hooked up like the Stephen Hawking thing. Just, <laughs> oh. But somehow he still wrestles in his computer wheelchair? Yes, he still gives Angle slams. <laughs> I won a gold medal with a broken freaking body. <laughs> so you know what? I can win the WWE title in a wheelchair. <laughs> you say that, but... He he did have a bit where he was GM of SmackDown in a wheelchair. Yep, that's that was when I first started watching wrestling, and I watched just after. Yeah, so it's everything is old is new again. Yeah. And speaking of old, Colin Kurt Angle is old and he's back. Do we like him? I like him better so far than Mick Foley. Do we like him better than Mick Foley, or do we just not feel as guilty for watching him have to perform on television because he's physically able of working television weekly? Uh, probably a little bit of both, but I do like it. And the only thing that I'm not liking about him is the exasperation, and also I'm hearing some Meltzer plans because... Who's he going to wrestle? Uh, so they're talking about Seth Rollins. Probably okay. However, Except, I don't like that because he Seth Rollins already ruined Sting's career. Exactly, I was just about to say. Um, except that, so Seth Rollins is going to break two necks now in his career. Well, um, he'll re. Well, it, at least Angle is used to that. Yes, Angle knows the procedure by you now. You know what I don't like what? about Kurt Angle? What he always looks like. <laughs> he always what? looks like an overstuffed sausage. <laughs> That is having a panic attack. He's <laughs> a very sweaty meat man. <laughs> he and he's kind of he's little too. How tall is he? Like six foot. So like in comparison to everybody else, he's okay. Like, I think they bill him at six foot, which means he's our height. Yeah, which means <laughs> he's, he's five like, ten. He's like five ten. Um, um, but he's 
he's just he's really tanned and he's really intense and I I feel like he's sort of confused so sometimes so like I look at him and I start sweating on his behalf because he just doesn't yeah. look like he's comfortable inside of his physical being <laughs> <laughs> but like always yeah like every waking moment he's alive he just looks like I mean that. that's what makes him great and when he was very good at wrestling because I don't know quite how it works but it's just weird to see him in a suit and just talk at people yeah you know I, that's what I really fucking love about this is that we're like yeah that guy's really good at what he does and like can you can we really qualify why <laughs> Like, no. Everybody's like, man, Daniel Bryan, he's the best. And I'm just, why? <laughs> well, well, he's short and uh, he needs a haircut um, and he's skinny. And he, therefore he's good. And he's good. <laughs> like, you know, you, you want to have fun every so often. Try to explain something yeah. to a non-fan about wrestling. Like... Ric Flair. Ric Flair. He's so good. He's so good. He's this weird old leather orange man who just, like, is saggy and gross, and he's perfect. Mm. Well, yeah, yeah, it's just, he's old as fuck, his skin's made of leather, and he's awesome. <laughs> and it just, I can't. He's old as fuck and crazy and says woo a lot. Yeah. And, I mean. And you just can't stop watching. And I mean, it just, yeah, it's um, very bizarre. But. You know, it's it's, it's funny because I was talking to, like we're kind of gonna get onto heavy material again just for a second, but I was talking to my dad earlier and like trying to explain something because like you know it was in the mainstream media was Benoit <laughs> we can bleep his name <laughs> no um I'll, um I'll fix and, that in post. yeah and I was explaining um that you know there's there's a lot of weird stuff you know um how uh concussed brains work and just the uh the uh mindset of athletes in general yeah um how they tend to uh they're the ones that kind of keep uh keep that stereotype going and keep that culture going with their own actions because daniel bryan is kind of exemplary of that himself um you know he almost got in a fist fight with Triple H because no no yeah they talk about that very yeah. famous match where they they caught it off because he was concussed well and you know, well, that was Orton right that was an Orton match yeah it was Orton and Brian what and um Ra. what happened uh what what's it called when when you're like paralyzed from a concussion he had a stinger a stinger he couldn't yeah his um, arm was fucking out yeah or like he couldn't fucking move his arms and he fought with h backstage and like was gonna try to his arm is still fucking numb and again and he was like threatening to beat up daniel bryan probably probably i think angle is legitimately six foot daniel bryan is legitimate like 510 um skinny dude triple h is like six four or something in a big muscle thing and this angry little man is going to fight you um, and it's weird because, um, Colin, it's a very famous story. Brian finished a match where, uh, Morishima knocked his eye out of his socket. Right. He had like a detached he, retina. His retina was fucking detached in the match. So he shoved it back in and finished the fucking fight. Yep. So I don't know if that's athletes or being concussed. <laughs> or just well, fucking crazy that you're a wrestler? Well, a bunch of athletes, in fact, the Stinger thing, um, that actually happened to our granddad. 
uh, when he played football, and that's oh, yeah. what made him stop. I mean, physical trauma will it'll and, fuck your nerve up for a yeah, while. And it's, and like, it's oh, I can't funny because like a lot of these guys will have that experience and then just keep pushing through it, and will just ignore it and not tell anyone. Um, but you know, our granddad had the sense that like when that happened to him, he was like, "I can't get up." And uh, I have no feeling in my limbs right now. And then it slowly kind of came back and he was able to walk off the field. And then he goes, yeah, no, uh, I'm done with this. Yeah, but that was in the 50s where all they'd do him. Yeah. Or like, they'd call him a communist and give him a salt tablet if he quit. Yeah, but he still quit. He quit, so. <laughs> but, I mean, I mean, he would talk about Wahoo McDaniel and how, like, that dude kind of. name-dropping motherfucker. Yeah, but, I mean, he Grandpa was, knew him. He played football with Wahoo McDaniel, everybody. Legend of the Permian Basin, Chief Wahoo McDaniel. Well, and that guy, I mean, he experienced stingers and would just push past them. You know, because he's, yeah, wrestlers, you abuse the fuck out of yourself for money. I mean, these are stuntmen who are paid to pretend to fight. <laughs> and know? there is no stuntier, crazier. Well, there's, I'm not saying there's no crazier. One of the craziest, stuntiest one is Kurt Angle. And yes, he is. God help him. Him and his 45, 46, however old he is, is going to wrestle Seth Rollins, who already killed the man. You know, you'd think that they would stay away from that because of what happened last time. But they're talking about it. They're talking about an Angle-Seth Rollins match because uh, Angle's going to turn heel GM and side with Stephanie McMahon. I would like that because I like... I mean, Angle... Angle's fun. Angle is always a fun, fun, goofy face, but heel angle has always been the best angle. Yes. Some guys are just built. And it just makes more sense with the uh, the theme music chanting, you suck, you know? Oh, <laughs> he's, he's, he's walking out smiling and laughing and everyone's chanting, you, you suck. suck. We might talk about the theme music later. Oh, <laughs> um, but then he's like, yeah, well, you know what? I want a medal with a broken freaking neck. I go away for seven years. I come back, and what's the first thing I hear is still, you suck. Can I get away from it? Yeah, so... And then he flips out and angle I, slams everybody. I don't know. We'll see what happens, but that's apparently... He's going through his physical right now, and we'll see how he does, and we'll see if he passes it, which he doesn't have any doubt that, you know, he'll pass it. Um, and if he passes it, then they'll probably set that up for SummerSlam. After this payback match with Joe. Angle Nakamura. What? No, we've seen that. That was in New Japan. That actually that? happened. That I, happened. Yeah. Oh, we got to watch that. Though. Nakamura beat Angle for the IWGP title in the early 2000s. Mid 2000s. Oh, I want to yeah. see that. Yeah. 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 Oh, and that's Angle on his prime. Yeah. Nakamura. Well, Nakamura wasn't quite the swaggy, I'm going to act like I've got delirium tremens, uh, Nakamura, but he was, he was getting there. So it hmm. was... I'd like to see this serious Nakamura with an ugly haircut. Somehow a more ugly haircut than he has now. Much less cool. Um, but on Raw... Speaking um, of ugly haircuts... Oh. <laughs> Braun Strowman. Yes, Braun Strowman. Who, by the way, can, can I just say that he just looks like everyone's stereotype of a wrestler? Seriously. Like he's everything... Seven, he's six foot nine. He has a big old goofy beard. Just the worst fucking undercut you've ever seen. Because he has long hair, and then he just razor shaves the sides, and he wears camouflage. So, I mean, he looks like just a big old ugly galoot. 
And I mean, his theme music is exactly is that. Him shouting his own name, which yes. is amazing. It's pretty great. Broad. So good. Yeah, Braun Strongman. So he uh, he starts running amok backstage, and he drags Kalisto across the floor and throws him into a garbage can. And he destroys R-Truth and Goldust backstage, throws Which, them into things. And thank you, Braun, even more for taking out all of these uncharismatic botch lords. Hey, Cruz wasn't on this episode. Ha-ha! <laughs> 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 you know... I'm wondering when Cruz is going to show up. Are they just going to give him some time never. off? Never. Never again. Never again. Oh, man. He's just going to be on the Raw House Show circuits. He's on the House Show circuit. He's just going to be fighting Bo Dallas forever. And he'll be on the Raw House Show circuit, and he can see Akira Tozawa backstage, but they can never interact because it's illegal yep. for them to, to do anything because they're very good together. So, of course, Vince doesn't want us to have that. Oh, yes. What if that actually no. does happen? What if that's why they moved him to Raw? Maybe, because Tozawa, I think, should be on the main roster. Well, because he can, he can wrap up his shit with Kendrick, and it's like, well, we'll just, we'll just, we'll just put, put you, you right up here. on Raw. That's fine, whatever. Yeah, we'll it. just put you right there. We need a cool tag team. Yeah, um, so, I mean, what else? He Strowman was destroying yeah. everyone, and then Big Show came up, and he's like, I want you to do that someone your own size. Even though we've like seen this match like two or three yeah. times, it's still cool to watch big giant men throw each other around. Yeah, who cares? You only get so many. And I mean, Glenn Jacobs right now is running for mayor, so. <laughs> Unsuccessfully going to run. I'm sorry. Listen, Glenn, Libertarian Glenn, listen. Good luck. Godspeed. Um, I, I'm not going to vote for you. I mean, we don't live there, so we're not going to vote there anyway. I'm taking a moral stand. In this election that I can't participate in. I actually watched the WWE uh, Weakest Link thing, by the way. He's actually kind of smart. No, he's, I mean, yeah. I mean, he knew he kind of, did they make him wear his mask? Yes, they did. Of course they did. What am I talking about? (laughs) But what? You said, you know, why why aren't you voting for Glenn Jacobs? Oh, because he never told us what May 19th was. He never did. I mean... It was the release date of See No Evil. Evil. That's all that was. I'm just still furious about that. It means something. And then... I just wanted them to keep going. Like, every year he needs to be like, fuck, May 19th. May 19th. I I want, when he gets inducted into the Hall of Fame, that somebody just says, like... May 19th. May 19th. (laughs) Really? Guys, that was was a three-week gimmick for my movie release a decade and a half ago. (laughs) Jeez. Fucking nerds. You never said what it was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. That's what it was. I'm going back to Tennessee. I've been elected you know, double mayor from hell. You know, we need to talk about, like, if, if we make these lists, then we need to do a uh, unanswered WWE, like, cliffhangers. <laughs> Things that have never been answered. Who was behind GTV? What was on the tapes that Jeff Jarrett had on Jackie Gata? That was TNA, but that was that just was the TNA. next wrestling mystery I could think of. Yeah. Uh, Who uh, shot JR? <laughs> Listen, he's not dead. He just has Bell's palsy. <laughs> Who shot him, though? Oh, <laughs> that's a good point. Who killed Vince McMahon? <laughs> yeah, who blew up the limo? Who blew Shit, up the limo? that kind of... Oh, Benoit killed that angle, so did... Oh, my oh, God, he yeah. killed Angle! He killed Kurt Angle! Oh, no! <laughs> Fuck! Fuck, how deep does this go? How does this go? Um, 
you know what we also need to talk about is Braun Strowman. He broke the fucking ring with a superplex. That's exciting. This is the third time this happened. Do you remember the second? Because I can't remember. Was it Show and Mark Henry or something? Probably. And what? There was also Lesnar. Lesnar suplex Show into the ring, and that was the very first one. And then I think Mark Henry. I Mark Henry was involved in the second one. I can't remember. I was wondering if the ring wasn't gonna break this time because Show is so svelte. Like, oh yeah, but he's so big. I mean, he, yeah, he's trim and slim and cut, but he's still giant when they, you know, again, yeah. it's that wrestling double thing. Yeah, but, I mean, he's such a handsome boy now. I just want to be like, you know what? The ring doesn't break this time. You're not that fat. Is he handsome? He's, I mean, <laughs> he's, got, he's got his nice groomed little beard. Is it, it, It's, like, big and bushy, and he's got, like, bags under his, and he can't help that, but it's like... But, I mean, he's an old man now. He's a big That doesn't old, make him any less handsome. He's a big, old, big, old man. Giants need love too, Zach. I'm not getting anywhere near that, buddy. <laughs> he would destroy me. I bet you he's very gentle. A very can, a very he's a gentle giant. He's a very tender lover. Yes. Oh, come here. And then he'll turn on you in the middle of it. <laughs> <laughs> you want to find out why they call me the Big Show? <laughs> it's actually just because I'm large. I'm I'm just a very just large man. man. You know, you know when he first first showed up in WWE, he was the big nasty. What? He was the big nasty Paul Wright. Oh fuck yeah! Yeah, <laughs> big nasty, big nasty. I just want him as big nasty to team up with Husky Harris. Nasty Harris, <laughs> Husky nasty. But then he'd have to get fat again to get Husky and nasty. I, that's what I want. I want just some fat hosses, fat hosses with big beards. Beard Hoss, Beard Hoss. <laughs> see, now that's... See, there's there's Mustache Mountain, and then there's Bearded Bayou. Oh, my God. <laughs> Colin, you what? just... You just you have just revitalized my E-Fed. I'm going to get... I got to role-play wrestling online. I'll be right back. Oh, man. Uh, all right, guys. It's the Beardy Bayou, boys. <laughs> the Beardy Bayou, Beardy boys. Isn't Bayou. that just the Wyatt family? Uh, that is a much less trademarkable version of the Wyatt family, yes. Yes. Um, speaking of the Wyatts, Colin, what that family's done fucked up. That family got it? fucked up, and this draft fucked it up. So is Eric Rowan now the Vintner again? No, he's... Yeah. <laughs> uh, he is... He's coming out in his I weird quote, music. He He is, and I quote, an awkward silence and then a shrug. <laughs> uh, so he, Vince, he, Vince, an awkward silence, and then a yano. <laughs> Vin, Vince, hey, hey, Vince, it's what? me, it's me, Eric Rowan. Yes. What am I doing tonight? How are you? The the big one, the big red one. Oh, okay. The, ups, the upside down Seamus. <laughs> what am I doing? Oh, um, I don't know. <laughs> How about you go out there and lose to Jinder Mahal? And scene. Thank you. That was another. That was another uh, wonderful performance by here at the Fight Forever players. <laughs> um. Yeah. This this superstar shakeup fucked up Eric Rowan. It's kind of fucked up Luke Harper, and it is one hundred percent definitely. And this is our segue into SmackDown. Fucked up Wyatt. Hey, Randy. Randy Orton. No. I was a. Uh... 
I was just wondering, uh, I... I know that I challenged you to that House of Horrors match and you accepted, but yeah. is it still going to be over the title? You know, am I bringing that to Raw? No. <laughs> hey, Vince. Yes. Is is, is this going to be on... Is, is the title going to Raw? You guys promised me I was going to get that belt run. Well, um, about that. Um, you're fired. <laughs> I'll just I'll just be over here while you keep at this. I I'm clearly not needed. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean we 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 need to bring out the tag teams. Like, how about how about you be Cesaro and I'll be Sheamus? Hi, <laughs> hello. I'm Cesaro. I speak seven languages and yet can't catch a break. Hey, in this shut company. up! Nobody likes you. And Colin, scene. <laughs> Colin, I have one character. Yes. I appreciate what you're trying to make me do here. Get out of my comfort zone. Yes. But I have one character I can do. It's <laughs> Irish policeman. Please let me be Seamus next time. <laughs> okay, I need to hear your Irish cop now. All right, all right. And give me a scene. Give me a scene. All okay. right, okay. Uh, audience, I need... So, um, uh, I need a career. I need uh, something where you'd... Um, so, okay, here, here, here we go. Irish yeah. cop pulls over Enzo and Cass. <laughs> Woo! What seems to be the problem, officer? Oh, oh I, did, you, did you have any idea how fast you were going back there, perchance, me laddie? I mean, real Gs don't keep track of their speed limit here. Woohoo! Well, uh, lucky charms, uh, shillelies, um, Irish car bombs. All right. All right, I've got a, I've, I've, I've got some for you. How about I've been drinking tonight? You know what I've been drinking? A cup of Hades. Oh, I sure hope to. I was hoping it was a Guinness. Let's see which one of us uh, <laughs> degrades into a terrible racial stereotype first. I think it's me. Oh, I've had a couple myself. <laughs> bada boom, bada bing. <laughs> and scene. <laughs> See, we're great at improv. We're good. <laughs> He's an actor. At least I have an excuse. See, I throw the ball and I volley it, and, and then I, he takes it with a needle and then just pokes it and deflates it. I fucking tried. I give you gold. I tried. <laughs> <laughs> and Big Cass is over there just silently looking like, oh. oh, oh. <laughs> well, I can't, I can't do two people at once, man. I just did it. <laughs> I literally just did Bray Wyatt and Vince McMahon oh. having a conversation with myself. Yo, Cass. Hey, Cass. Cass. I'm, Wait, I'm Enzo. Wait. <laughs> Wait on Cass. Just keep looking at the flowers, Cass. That's what Cass is doing in the backseat. <laughs> looking at the flowers. Shut up, your Cass. <laughs> Shut up, your Cass. Okay. Um. So, yeah. Um. What did we say? Did, did we say Braun Strowman suplex Big Show? And Who cares? Away? No, because that's cool. If you've never seen it, that shit's cool. I hope that that's Big Show's last match. <laughs> we hope so? Yes. Yeah, it would be cool. It's a solid way to go out. Yeah. Yeah, well. I like him, but I'm just like, okay, Show, it's time. It's time we're going to put you out to pasture. You've done good. You've Plus, done we're, good. we're on to SmackDown now. We're moving on with our lives. Baron Corbin, let's talk we're, about him. We're not. We're not on to SmackDown until after this music break.
So you you want to know why this episode of SmackDown was great this week? Why was this SmackDown? Because Baron Corbin. What did what did he do? He didn't do anything. Oh, he, I mean the the match that they had was actually kind of okay. Well, Corbin's good. I mean Styles did a bunch of flippy doos and that satisfied me. And then like, that's it. and by the way that deep six that he did on Styles was like oh listen that looks good. Styles is a guy that can make anyone look good, and Corbin is a guy that responds really well to assistance. You know what I mean? Like. It's, it really is true when they say some guys can get carried, and that isn't, like, an insult. It's like, you, you, you're good enough to hold up your end of the bargain. You just need someone to do their end, you know? You're not right. good enough to wrestle for two people, but... And Styles kind of just shits gold. He, it's It sucks because, like, I actually don't want to like the guy, and I fucking love him. He shits gold, and everything that comes out of his mouth is actually bullshit. So the less he talks, the more I like him, which is kind of weird, but 100% how that works. And really, a lot of wrestlers you should really treat that way. And is he just a face now? Is he's absolutely 100% a face. He's not like, he's still sort of cocky because that's just kind of who he is for like character consistency. But they aren't pretending to, they can make him be booed anymore. Yeah. Um... So, women's division is also basically just gonna probably be Charlotte versus a black chick over and over again, isn't it? How dare you? Well, it's gonna be Hitler's wet dream versus black chick over and over again. Brock Lesnar's on Raw. (laughs) But if Charlotte and Brock Lesnar were together, then... Oh, yeah, no. That is, I mean... Uh, the oh, Nazis are coming. Oh, Dolph, Dolphy boy is spinning in his grave, which is to say, Dolph Ziggler. What did he do on this show this week? Uh, nothing because nothing. Nakamura just had a video package. Okay, yeah, Dolph was spinning in his grave because he was dead because he's not on this show, and I have object <laughs> permanence issues. So if I don't <laughs> see you, you're probably gone. You're gone. Um, you know what I did see this week, Colin? What? Gender. Gender. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna unpack that now. Yeah, okay. come on. Let's unpack. Okay, play with me. Play with me. Yeah. There wasn't anything else really to talk about all that much. Okay, let's 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 go to the elephant in the room. How dare you? Just because he's Indian doesn't mean he rides elephants. That that was all you, buddy. That was all you. <laughs> it was in the subtext. <laughs> Okay. It was on the it was on the Dalsum stage for Street Fighter Two. So we I, were all thinking it. Don't you lie to me. This week, I actually watched some of that movie Beba Boys. Oh yeah. Oh, you actually checked it when I texted you that. Yeah, yeah, I did. I um. So okay, obscure film talk here. It's not very good. It's like a very poor man's attempt to try to be like shitty Tarantino. Yeah. But you know what it is good at. It is chock full of some of the most pretty people I've ever fucking seen in my life. Yep. There were some handsome, handsome boys all over that movie. And it's sort of like, I guess, a stab at like, hey, this is sort of what an Indian mafia would kind of look like, maybe. Because that was legitimately a thing. That movie is kind of based on fact. There was an right. Indian-Canadian crime boss. Not a crime boss, but a famous Indian-Canadian criminal. So it's sort of like, it's an interesting parallel. I... I don't like I don't want to like gender and I still kind of don't because he's not like super good 
and he's really rough and he's fucking yeah. injuring people okay. that are a million times better than he is. So, yeah, he's injuring people. He's also... Well, and I mean, Balor was fine. He just needed to get taken out for the weekend and then he was cleared by Monday. Um, Still the principal of the thing. Right. I mean, that could have been something else. I know accidents else. happen, whatever. But that could have been something else that entirely. That could have been worse. He could have fucked it up hard. Right. Um, that, I mean, potentially could have ended his career. I mean, that would have been, you know, the least likely thing to happen, but I mean, it it's could not have. impossible. Right. Um, and, uh, yeah, gender's rough. He also hasn't won a match since August. No, he won a match this week. Yeah. Well, this is, this is his second win, win since, since he August. returned to the company. Yes. <laughs> second win since August. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, just going off of figure four right now, like this guy has had his highest rated match was a three and a half star and it was the Royal Rumble of 2013. Okay. But which had nothing to do with him. Okay. Two. I'll play devil's advocate here. Can't think of a funny wish Vishnu or Shiva. Which one's the God of destruction? Shiva Vishnu. I can't tell whatever Ganesha. Uh, uh, Dalsim, uh, uh, yeah, Curry, Papa Ganoush. Okay, where are we going with this? Before we dig ourselves into a deeper hole, they never really gave him a lot of a chance before. Really? Okay, well, yeah, they didn't. Well, because in his early, early, his first run through the company, he was stuck to Great Kali, which is a death sentence. Well, okay, to anyone's career, right? And at that point, he looked totally different from what he looks like. Yeah, now. he was shreddy, like this. Uh, I, I know I, I make a lot of funny jokes about Kurt Angle looking like a sausage man. Like, Jinder Mahal has been fucking dehydrated. This man is like beef jerky. It is scary how, like, striated and sinuous he, this man is. He got shredded. And, I mean... Nobody diets harder than me, right. blah, blah, blah. He's, He's talking about that. Yeah. And, I mean, th that's what he's saying. Um, and I you believe know, which, it. Fuck. Which may be true because he's been... Since August, he has been tested six times uh, because they suspected him of juicing, and he is not. Again, there's he's come up clean you know, every time. There again, I there's know. still ways to cycle around that, but there are. You know, but I'm just saying six random checks on the road since August. Though. No, so he's shredded and he's tall, and Vince likes him, and he is not a white person. So it's like, hey, you know what? This is someone we should actually give a shot to because he's well, been around before he's he he will mm -hmm. be a, a representative person from a market we're trying to look at breaking into right and here's the thing they did a thing with the with the because they fucked everything up by sending Wyatt over to raw so right now we know orton's winning the fucking house of horrors match well we don't know for sure okay, well, because they made house of horrors match a non-title okay match. well i mean the House of Horrors has no stakes, I should so say. So, it has no he stakes lose, other than... There are no stakes. Right. So... They're already setting up his next contender. And, yeah, they've already set up his next contender at Backlash, who is Jinder Mahal, and Orton's a face? And <laughs> Jinder is a heel? 100%. Yeah, no, I mean, he's a heel. I mean, people hate him. Well, um, but that's like... So, I, I have to sort of eat my words here a little bit because they always bitch about like it's always the same people on top and it's like fuck can we get somebody new and like oh I'm not convinced about gender yet and that's right. so it's like oh why isn't it Kevin Owens why isn't it AJ Styles why isn't it the guys I like but he is new 
The guy really hasn't had his shot. Plus, right. I mean, they're actually investing shit in him now. He's got the Bollywood boys. They let Kevin Owens be a big deal, and he's kind of continuing to be a big deal because the U.S. title is... It's the one where all the good workers are contending for. I was it. just about to say, uh, th- I think that one's about to be a bigger deal than the WWE title for a little bit. Which is fine. And so this works I out. Kinda I kind mean, of like that. No, I like this. Everything about this, I don't want to admit I kind of like it, but again... There's possibility for Jinder Mahal to be the first, like, seriously taken, actually well-handled, maybe this time around, perhaps, Indian superstar they have. Right. Um, when they have the Bollywood boys coming out and yeah. they're doing their... Th- so, this is actually kind of cool that there's a lot of Indian representation in WWE. And yeah, and this, um, this could give it a different, like... Uh, a flavor, a spicy curry, Baba Ganoush, Baba Ganoush's food, Which right? This, yes, it is. Baba Ganoush flavor. Uh, it's curry. We should probably stop. I already <laughs> said that. I can name two. Hold on. Can I? I'm sorry. I have. There's plenty of other great Indian food, by I the way. Don't. I don't. Paneer. No. Paneer. What is that? That sounds delicious. <laughs> it's great. We should actually grab some Indian food sometime, dude. I would be down to eat Indian food. I live next to a bunch of Ethiopian places, though, so that's the okay. stuff I know right but now. But I know some really great indie Indian places that let's are... Let's fucking go. Yeah. You know what? Let's go get multicultural, yeah. and let's try to understand where Jinder Mahal is coming from. God damn it. <laughs> I hate this so much, and I'm so uncomfortable right now. <laughs> Maybe if we understand, we can all get along. Maybe. If I just eat some tacos, then I'll be tolerant of Mexicans. Maybe if I just eat some fucking curry. Wait, no. I think I'd rather just uh, take what they... I'd rather just... Uh, what's that called? I'd rather just a cultural appropriate what I like out of their, their culture and not respect its origins or context. Absolutely. But you know what? If I eat some curry... Then I like Indians, and not the oh kind, but the mm kind, you know? <laughs> oh, AJ. AJ, AJ, I'm sorry I have to ask you to leave. You need to get off the show. This You know what? We're all one, buddy. We're all on in this flat earth together. <laughs> we are all one if you look at us from one direction, because we will exactly be one millimeter tall, because the earth is flat. <laughs> We're all on this flat earth together, together. just trying to get by. <laughs> oh, I'm getting the meat sweats again because I just I, I had too much of this this paneer and baba ganoush and curry and I don't know how much meat there is, is in any of no that. meat in, in any, any of, of that. that. <laughs> I mean, well, it depends on the kind of, but I mean, Hindu with bacon. Can I get it with bacon? No, Indian food with bacon. No, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> I mean, I guess I, I guess you can do pork and Indian. You just can't do beef. Shit. What if I want it on a, with a slice of ribeye? That is, we're getting really offensive and need to move on. <laughs> I blame AJ Styles. AJ, get out of here. If we had PR people, they would hang themselves right Colin, now. I am a PR person. Who Who's our PR person? Me. The, the guy from United? AJ, get out of here. Take Jinder with you. Um, you want to talk about Bray Wyatt? I mean, I mean, we kind of already, already did. There's that, that's all was, there that, is to say. The, 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 this fucking thing fucked him up, and it's weird. Yeah, no. Um, you want to move on to our to our great list, Colin? We just talked mostly about Jinder Mahal. 
in this the year of our Lord 2017. Yes, we did. And you know what? I'm kind of excited about it. Good <sighs> God. I don't know how to feel about it. I'm cautiously optimistic and sort of interested. I kept demanding change, and then I got the change I didn't expect and didn't ask for. Yeah, I know. It was weird the first time I tried anal, too. You know what? Music break. NXT was kind of whatever, sort of boring. Well, it's a cage match, is good, but yeah. Ty Dillinger wins. We all know it would happen. Yep, and that's about it. And that's about it. So we're going to do a list. It's a list. We're calling it, we're not calling this anything. It's just we're doing a list because BuzzFeed goes to BuzzFeed. Um, This is our favorite, least favorite, top three, bottom three theme songs. Theme songs. Doo doo doo. All right, we're going from three up. Uh, we're starting with worst. Least favorite to favorite, yes. Okay, so number three for me. Yes. Um, I decided that I just wanted to go with like the most boring one that I could. Yes. The most, so I went with American Alpha. Oh, yeah, um, that's weird. That one's boring and is basically just some typical trap rap beat bullshit that they just kind of, the CFOs lazily put together. Yeah, they just picked that out of the stock library. Is that really yeah. trap? Like, I mean, I I can sort of. It's just there's like it's got weird, the trap beat and then it's got that that, that fucking piano is like piano. so boom. like. Boom, boom. I don't. I can't. Is it seventies? Is it really nineties? Like that piano is super bizarre. Like I can't. I don't like it. It's really boring. There's not like a good. Let's talk about really quick. Let's set up what an essential theme needs. Like what makes a good theme. Oh, this is like saying what makes a good wrestler. <laughs> well, he's got to be short, hairy, and skinny. So the only good wrestler ever has been Daniel Bryan. Yes, the only one. Chris Benoit was good before he got gassed out. And uh, Bret Hart. Bret Hart. Not that short, but I'll allow it. Yep. Uh, Like, the best themes have, like... 80% of the time, because we can talk about the exceptions that make these rules, like a solid, like, hit. Not all of them need stingers, you know what I mean, like to tease mm. it. But, like, if it's a good solid hit that immediately sets up the tone and gets you in, like, a thematic headspace for this person, it's always good. Uh, I think bonus points if it's not some shitty new metal mix, because WWE had Jim Johnson for way too many years make too many just guitar fucking things for people. Um, I don't know what else. What makes a good theme for you? Um, it. I mean, the biggest thing for me is that it just it needs to be memorable, and it needs to complement the gimmick of the wrestler. Um, there were a lot of ones that were just kind of weird for a long time. Like one that I don't think either of us are going to talk about except for right now is like, and it's kind of something that I mentioned earlier to him in conversation. Like The Rock, for instance, had 
a theme that didn't really fit him, and then as it went along, they kind of modified the theme. Yeah. It was the same theme, same basic chord structure and everything. They just kind of built it up bigger for him as his personality got bigger. Yeah, it's weird. Like, Rock started out with a not good theme, and it's still not, like, a great one, but it, it is it has enough of, like, just barely enough memorable tune with enough... Uh, like accoutrement they've gilded that lily enough that it works um i always like bonus points where it isn't just guitar things where it is yeah. like they they do something that sounds like unique right and 80 percent well, of the time that is just some kind of token like ethnic vibe and that's like irritating right. well and have you heard the music in creed uh that movie creed yeah because that trap version of the Rocky theme with the fucking high or like all the trap beats in there behind it, that shit in that in that mon in that like montage where he's like working out and mm. like and you know Sylvester Stallone's beating his cancer, you know, like all that is so great. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna punch. I cannot, I'm yeah. gonna punch my my I'm lymphoma. Gonna, I'm gonna punch my lymphoma into the mat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Should I stop punching myself in the face? <laughs> mm. Yeah, contact uh, me in Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy too. <laughs> in, in fear, <laughs> showing me his. <laughs> I don't know when that movie's out, but he's in. Is is he there? Does he play Dave Batista's dad? Please hey, tell me he does. <laughs> I'm Dad Batista. <laughs> I'm Dad Batista. Come and me. And then and, and Dave Batista's gonna just like, hey, hey, dad. Like, <laughs> hey, hey, John. Hey, guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> back and forth. Yep. You don't know who's saying. <laughs> it's a very dad centric movie. Yes, it is. Star Lord and Russell. What's it? Kurt anyway, Russell. we are way, we are getting I'm way I'm just so excited for Guardian. Shut the fuck up. So the point that I'm trying to make is that that Rocky theme that was modified to be modernized, yeah. that was cool, and that something like that should be the theme music for American Alpha, but it just got way too generic-ified. Holy shit, that's 100% perfect. They're yes. like... Because their their gimmick is supposed to be like, oh, we're like the modern Steiner Brothers. Yes. So like, give them a modern classic trap beat. Steiner, which is probably yes. what they, this is probably exactly what their thought process was, but they and just then they just didn't, didn't do it. <laughs> All right. They just failed at it. Okay, my number three worst theme ever, and this makes number three because I actually really love it, but it's awful. Colin, mm -hmm. do you remember La Resistance? Do you remember? Do you remember when those two guys split off? Do you remember when Rob Conway had Rob. his theme? Conway. Okay, so you got to sing it do, for me. Do, 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 do. It's a lovely little Randy Newman piano. Dun, 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 dun. I remember. Just look at me. Dun, 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 dun. And he comes out and he's got like a leather daddy cap and the glasses <laughs> and leather daddy shorts with like mesh on the side. So he's like super 110% and a leather daddy mustache. So. God. Dun, 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 dun. Just look at me. Just look at me. And I sight to see. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> the whole damn world wants to look like me. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. And that was the cycle. That's all it did. Oh, man. Dude, was, was Rob Conway on, on Day of Reckoning? 
Uh, that video game? I don't think so. That'd have been the right error, but he was not important. I'm trying to think because they, I heard his theme music on one of those video games. It was dude, probably dude, SmackDown dude, versus that's Raw. That's probably right. Dude, 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 just look at me. And it's it's awful. It's garbage. It's 100% garbage, but you know what I like about it? It doesn't sound like any other fucking wrestling theme I've ever seen in my life. That man lasted in that company with that theme like th- five months, six months tops. And I still remember that. And that was a decade ago, decade plus. And I still remember that song. True. I could still sing that song. <laughs> so, you know, it's awful, but it's like The Room. It's so bad. Right. What's your number three favoritist? Number three favoritist. Um. I'm gonna go with uh, Metalingus by you know for Edge's theme music. Oh, that's good. I almost picked that one. You think you know me? <laughs> that is the loudest fucking thing to hear in the arena, dude. Okay, so I have I saw Edge once when I went to there was a Saturday night's main event taping in the mid aughts here in Dallas. Oh my god! Oh my god! That fucking blew out my ears. It hurt so much. Like I've been to some loud fucking concerts. But we were in the fucking bleed... We were in the nosebleed section of the AAC, and it busted my ears. I couldn't hear. It was so loud. Really good song, though. Especially considering that band is everyone except Scott Stapp and Creed. This is a fucking awesome song. It's a perfect fit. Like, such right. a great character for well, Edge. And, um, because his, his original thing just wasn't really good, though. Again, it was like a generic Jim Johnson, like yeah, yeah. And I mean, it was dark and brutal, and I mean, kind of fit him for after they left that little vampire thing. But it was, yeah, his. I don't remember what it was when he after he did the after the Christian era, like the Mm. the uh, totally reeking of awesomeness. Like he was sort of just adrift until he found that new character and they found the perfect song to cap that off. Makes me, because the vampire thing isn't too dissimilar from, like, the Wyatt family in a way. I'm wondering if Luke Harper goes on to be, like, the next Edge. Boy, I hope, man, because I like me some Harper. Me too. Um, alright, my number three most favoritist. We kind of already talked about it. What? Da 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 what did they do on TNA? Was it a sound alike? Uh, I can't remember. It was something else. I, I actually because mentioned it. I mentioned a TNA theme on this list, and I can't remember what his oh. his Kurtz one was. Yeah. Well, it's just it's weird because the I I don't can't remember what the TNA theme for him was, but I remember uh, watching him on What Culture fight Cody Rhodes, and they just used like this rock version, but instead of going like da da, it was just da da. Just the same note. It's it's it was such a perfect. And the thing was, it was already a a a theme that they had used once that didn't land. You know, the Patriot Del Wilkes came out to it and lit the world on nothing. Um, But 
it fits so well with Angle because they put so much into it, and it's this awesome, like it's this or like it's somehow like Olympic, but like really super American at the same time. Mm-hmm. These blaring trumpets and these brass, and it's like super cool and it's upbeat, and it's like you should like you. Even if he was a heel 80% of the time he was using it, you still kind of got into it, and it's got the perfect, perfect part to chant along with it, as- expletives especially. That should be... You suck. It should just be the new national anthem. <laughs> with the you I'm suck like, chants I'm like all. 80% agree. Yeah. <laughs> As I'm there. Um, So, number two worst for me... Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, my man and see this is actually pretty it's so bad it's good what uh, the Kerwin White theme yes yes just coming out to Frank Sinatra in his golf cart so again I wake up and I yeah, drink maybe. my coffee by the pool. That's so good. It was again. It was well. It was a bad character. It was a very bad character. It's a very bad character because you take Chavo Carrero and make him per- try to pass as white, as the whitest white man that ever did white. Kerwin White. It's not Kermit. It's mm-hmm. Kerwin. Came out in a golf cart, wore sweater vests. It was garbage, but it was really funny. Like again. That was a theme wholly unique that could only be used by that character that wasn't a fucking chuggy guitar riff. So I liked it. It was very bad. What was his theme as Chavo? Ooh, Chavo. That's, yeah. Yeah, with the fucking... Chavo. Yep. With more horns, which is also, like, not an awful theme, but, again, one of those, like... It's suitably ethnic, so you get the idea. Yep. So what? what is your number two worst? Nope, sorry, that's not the that's not the M alarm. That's not the M alarm. Sorry. This false alarm, everybody. It's Cesaro. That's it. And that's it. Okay. So, I finally kind of understand what they try to do with Cesaro. I mean, the man is a big, tall, giant yep. Swiss dude. Um, they treat it like it's a James Bond, because he has, like, a James Bond sort of entrance Titantron. But really, he's more like a... Um, oh, fuck, I, I can... Jason Statham? Jason Statham, thank you. Again, with the fact that the balding buzz cut sort of thing, and he's European, and he fights people in business suits. He's basically supposed to be Jason Statham. So what do they do? They give him a generic, juggy guitar rhythm and put it over uh, ambulance sirens. It's not like he's like, he's not Steiner. We don't need sirens. Sirens do have their place as wrestling themes, like, legitimately. But it's not, it's the wrong kind of thing, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because it's not, like, sophisticated enough to be, like, the James Bond thing that they're actively trying to position him to. And it's, like, too generic and tacky to be, like, the Jason Statham that they're also like he's also trying to do so it's it's not it just doesn't work I mean there's fact there's video of him coming out once he got the theme he's had it for several years at this point but when he first got it he's he he came out on a house show he's like cut the music cut the music it's it's not very good at all like he's <laughs> literally that's on tape on the internet you can find him 
trash talking his theme at a show that he just walked out to. You know, but uh, Vince, uh, that's probably part of why, because he Cesaro doesn't really play ball. It's probably why Vince was like, eh, I don't really think that he'll ever be the guy, which just made more people get behind him. Yeah. But Vince was like, eh, probably because he just kind of had a shitty attitude with Vince about Vince's shitty parts. Uh, well, I mean, if that, again, if this business were run logically, you know, we would utilize everyone to their strengths and not position anyone poorly because of shitty personality things or the whims of one steroid-addled, 70-year-old, out-of-touch uh, piece of shit. Yep. Who wanted to shove leaves in a girl. But I digress. Colin, anyway, what is your number two most favorite thing? Oh, 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 that's good. They think I'm cute. I know I'm sexy. I got the looks. They can drive the girl while I got the moves. I'm here to boot him. I'll sexy boot him. I'll run down that spine. I'm just a sexy boy. You gotta do sexy boy. I'm doing the synths. Sexy boy. I'm not your boy toy. It's so good. (laughs) It's very good. And you know what makes this one good? I agree with you. I don't pick it, but it's very nice. Um, Jimmy Hart used to make wrestling themes, and you know, Mm -hmm. you we all know Jimmy Hart. Maybe y'all don't, listeners. Yeah, I know. That man's a living cartoon character. I love him. He got the silliness inherent to wrestling because he was doing his thing in the 80s where everything was very silly, but it worked because, like... Yep. Sean, they go 110% commit to the idea, and then... uh, That Jericho-level hamminess. Yes, and they make Sean actually perform on it. It's amazing. Like, I love Sexy Boy. It's so terrible. It's such a relic. It's such a, like, out-of-touch relic. But it has looped back around to being amazing. Well, yeah, because it's kind of that weird vintage thing, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, I mean, again, it's perfect. It is is a perfect encapsulation of who Shawn Michaels was at that moment. And what that era was, too. Yes, absolutely. So, what's your number two? My number two. Um, This is sort of hard. Um... I think I want to say, to echo your mention of Edge, I want to talk about Christian. Christian's had some fun themes over the years. But very specifically, I'm looking at his um, late, uh, like 2004, late 2005 era before he left for TNA. So close your eyes. It's close your eyes by Chick Singers. Well, it was always Chick Singers. Because, well, okay, whatever. The recent one... um, what newfound glory i don't know who fucking covered it for his most recent run no but his last run before he went to tna it was a it was a um waterproof a waterproof blonde cover but it was the edit where it had the cool orchestral lead in as the stinger yeah the cool like uh violins lead up to it in like a three second beat and I can't sing. I'm not gonna go sing it. Go look up "Waterproof Blonde." Close your eyes. If you close your eyes, your life will make it truth revealed. I'm gonna sing it. But you never live in skies never healed. 
and it was actually really good because what they did is that they just kind of took the like the bridge like it was an actual legitimate song you can go listen to um, but they just took like the the bridge and the last chorus and just kind of looped that part where it was hitting all the like the end of the song harmonies and was like really pumped it was really nice there's not a lot of um, guys don't tend to get like women singing for them a whole lot you know what I mean like although like it tends to be like um, there's something about Christian's particular persona at that time where mm. like it made sense he's being sung in by a chorus of angels um, I don't know I just always really liked it because it was just a it was a very nice cool tune Colin okay what's the worst theme song ever do some honorable mentions if you got them <sighs> okay don't break them down just well brief we can briefly talk about them so um honorable mentions so this is actually just a personal thing of mine um I fucking hate the DX theme yeah because it kind of encapsulates like a really shitty era to me it's it's like it's it does everything that Shawn Michaels once does but it's much less charming you know what I mean right well, in that era, it's kind of like the NXT theme, which also the new NXT the new theme. is garbage. Yeah, that shitty rap metal thing where it's like, uh, guys, we outgrew this. We can tell that H looked at it and was like, hey, I like that. I like it. I like that. <laughs> you know what's funny is I really like that. I find it funny that I really I find like it funny. It. That's what it was. I find it funny. I find it funny that I really liked it. Yeah, the DX theme is like this like really shitty trying to be a rage sound alike. Um... I don't know. It's not amazing. Mm. I mean, I don't know what else to say. I mean, it's it's iconic. It's, it's historical. Lots of people like it. But it's just this whole... I mean, the Rage Against the Machine thing, because I'll be kind of controversial here, the only thing that really kind of makes the Stone Cold Steve Austin theme what it is is the glass shattering in the beginning. But other than that, it's just a no, no, bulls on a, parade knockoff. Well, yeah, but I mean that's a it's a damn fine song to knock off. Yeah, it's just it's got the fat like uh, like I'm kind of going like Morello's like, bass. Why didn't you just license bulls on parade? Yeah, we'll get to that. We'll get to license songs because you know like just just a few. I mean, we'll get to our. our well, then I won't talk about it because you're probably going to talk about it. Um, I think you know but, where I'm going. Yes, I do. So I'm going to let it go um, and just say that my... What if someone came in to let it go? My... Oh, God. It would be Fandango. <laughs> It'd be the fashion police. Honestly, uh, Alexa Bliss came the closest because she was a Disney oh, princess yes. for a while. Her face run was a Disney princess. We almost had a Disney princess wrestler. And they'll probably try it again. Yeah, it's coming. Yeah. Anyways, uh, any other HMs before you give the worst, the best, um, the worst? I'm just going to dive in because we're talking about licensed music. Uh, number one worst one to me is American Badass Undertaker. Oh, that was bad. It's very bad. Keep rolling, 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 rolling. <laughs> yeah. Um, so rolling by Limp Biscuit was his fucking... So this is a guy with one of the most iconic... Like we actually decided before this, like Taker's we theme music was yeah, off limits. Nobody talked Taker. So just to say, like that's one of the most iconic theme musics. And then for him to go from that into this, and then back to that, it was like, oh god, you were. He was locked into American Badass for five fucking years. 
Yep. Of his career. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, he's the one that was like, hey, Vince, you know what? I like being a motorcycle guy. Can I just do that instead of pretending to be a zombie cowboy? That's great. Zombie well, cowboy. You know that at that point he had a lot of say in what he could do. Totally. He was sick of like And, yeah. I mean, at that point, it's kind of what they teach you in a lot of these wrestling classes. They kind of want to step away from all that, like, super gimmick shit. Yeah. Because they feel that there's low ceilings on that. And, and what they want you to do is act like yourself. And so he was just acting like himself. And his shitty taste in music. Yep. Of Limp Biscuit. I have to assume he picked it. I'm blaming The Undertaker for his music. Probably. Fred Durst is your fault, Mark. No, it was it was weird, because again, you had a you had a you had a theme that hit every high point of what makes a good theme. It was unique. It was catchy. It could be used by no one else. It's a hundred percent encapsulated that character, and then they just put some shitty new metal on it. So of course, but it was the it was the late nineties. That was probably two thousand, wasn't it? It was two thousand. So yeah, fuck me running. All everything in culture was garbage. Um, Colin. Mm-hmm. Colin. So what's number one worst? I'm for probably you? gonna have to explain this. Well, please explain away. Rob you Van Dam. To... Okay. You have some splaining to do. Rob Van Dam. Once worked for TNA. And you, we were talking about sound alikes. TNA followed the WCW tradition of we're going to find a popular song and just write a sound alike because it's easier than trying to license it. Except this wasn't even a sound alike because Rob Van Dam came out to walk in ECW. That was his famous thing. Pantera. Perfect song. Uh, he had a, a WWE theme that was fine and became closely associated with him. But his TNA theme <clears throat> Rob Van Dam, the whole fucking show. Rob Van Dam, the whole fucking show. Shitty guitar slides, and they started naming his moves. Van Daminator, Van Terminator. And there's, those are the only two moves he has with that naming structure. So they made up two more. Brew, Van Crushinator. That's not a thing. Brew, Van Assassinator. Rinse and repeat. I, I want to kill myself. Yeah, it was very bad. It was famously bad. Everyone loved Aid. It was so garbage. Do yourself a favor and look it up, my friend. You want a song we could make in a half hour? That's that one. I basically just did it again. It's terrible. Also, but the best thing that song ever did, mm. they were like, oh, 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 we, uh, t- Carlito's coming to TNA. Fuck, uh, his Titantron leaked. Boo doo 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 doo. Carlito! Boo doo 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 doo. That's not cool! But you, Mexican things! But you, that's racist. I mean, Puerto Rican things. Thank but you. I can't remember. I can't remember the rest of the thing. I'm spitting out apples. But you, 
Back to Jobinator. Yeah, that was <laughs> That's right. Backstabber, backcracker, back talking, back to Jobin is what that was. I remembered. Oh my god, I hadn't listened to that in years. Anyways, it's a bad song, and it made great things happen. Colin, but enough about bad songs. Good mm-hmm. songs. Good songs. Your Number favorite one favorite theme ever. As of this moment, as of tonight, we make this list. So what makes me feel shitty about this is that he topped our last list. And he's he topped gonna... your last list. Yes, he topped my last list. You and fucking so... Mark. And let I'm... me fucking guess. Go for it. Is it going to be evolution or is it going to be the game? That's what I'm trying to figure out. It's the game, hands down. Okay, I was going to say, because if you're going to say King of Kings, you can get the fuck out of my apartment right now. Bow down to the... No, that, that that one doesn't. Well, I mean, that one actually kind of has a core of the. Yeah, I mean that's. It's, Line in the sand is actually pretty great though. It's a good song. I see the line in the sand. No, I get it. I get it. I get it. They got a good band and they wrote some decent songs. It's good. Line in the sand's good. But I agree the game is like 100% his thing. It's all about the game. And <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I actually... This is how much of a fucking mark I am. I actually looked up the the tabs on Ultimate Guitar. Uh, when? When you were a child or recently? Like last week. <laughs> you fucking mark. I looked up the tabs like last week and learned it. And it's just... It's three notes. It's perfect so, because it was catchy and Lemmy didn't have to try. Yeah. Well, and have you... I went back and I watched the live performance of them. Oh, he didn't like, know it. He very clearly didn't remember He it. did not remember yeah, the lyrics. Like, How drunk was he, first off? And he was clearly sloshed. He was pissed. He was, oh, it's all about the game. Just play it. <laughs> and so everyone else is like, okay, we got to turn our shit up to cover for Lemmy here. Well, and it, they played it way faster than it really was. And it's supposed to be kind of slow to make it really badass. Yeah. And they played it like... You see like Triple H doing his intro like twice as fast. Gotta spit, gotta spit. He just spits on the steps like as he's walking He doesn't run. He waddles quickly. He fast forwards. I find it funny how Lemmy played it too fast. That was good. Motorhead did some good stuff. Triple H had the money to make good themes. Colin, would you care to guess what I what I put on the top of my list? Wait. Before you name your last one, we got to do honorable mentions. Oh, that's right. Sorry, I skipped your HMs. Oh, fuck. I didn't mention my HM. Whatever. Fuck it. Okay. It was X-Pac. It was X-Pac, the Uncle Cracker X-Pac song. It was garbage. Why did that happen? <laughs> okay, so... The, the, the early okay. 2000s were a terrible so time for music. My my best your HM. Your HM for best. Uh, Bobby Roode's Glorious. Okay, that's very good. <laughs> it's very good because, again, it's just unique and it's perfect. And it's and you know what they have gotten now in the modern era of WE that they didn't really do in the last several ones? What? Was singability. The crowds have yes. like been taught to sing, so they make themes that are easy for the crowd to sing to. Well, and another one added on to that... Um, Cause like there's a few that are like good but not necessarily like okay like a couple ones that are good and fitting and seem tailored to the guy like they worked the fuck out of that Finn Balor music absolutely um 
Even and, though it's basically just paranoid android. Yeah. And um, they work Samoa it. Joe's music Perfect. is also, like, it's perfectly tailored to him, but just not quite as iconic as Bobby Roode's Glorious and Shinsuke Nakamura's theme we'll music. Get, we'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, do I do my honorable mentions right now? Yes. It's Shinsuke Nakamura, his New Japan theme. Not that the violin isn't amazing, because that's great. But have you heard his guitar riff for New Japan? I have, and I've forgotten it, because I only heard it once. It's this... You need to listen to it. I really can't do it a lot of justice, but it's a pretty simple pattern. But it's this cool, like... It's... I don't know. It's just... He kind of elevated the theme. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's this... Bum, bum, I, just, I can't do it. It's too long. You really should like it. Go look look up Subconscious and listen okay. to it. Um, also... My honorable mention from best. What's the other one? Oh, um, the Briscoe Brothers. This is maybe a little left field. Okay. Uh, Ring of Honor. They come out to Leonard Skinnerd. You want to care what song they come out to? That smell. No. <laughs> what was it? Give me back my bullets. Oh, that's a good song, actually. Brown, because it's funky as fuck, and it's brown, brown. Give me back my bullets, and it's the fucking goofy southern perfect fit for them. I'm like, yeah, that's good, yeah. that's good. So, Colin, what's my it? number one song? Do you want to guess? You picked Triple H, so it's only natural that I would pick Ric Flair. No, <laughs> no, that's a good theme though. Uh, uh, you letting me down? We already said it was a licensed theme song. CM Punk. Yes. CM Punk's is okay. So you're going with the kill switch, or you're going with shit? They did have the kill switch too, didn't they? Yeah. No, cult of personality. Yeah. No, because that was cool. What was really nice about it's a good song. It's a good song. It's just a good song. It's old, but it's good. It's a good song. Um, he used that on the indie, so it was like a cool through line. Like that was a song that followed the man through, and he used it in UFC. Like for his one match. <laughs> He might have more. You never. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You but, never know. Yeah, but, you know, he, he actually got a lot of questions about that. People were asking him, like, what theme are you going to come out to? And he goes, you fucking know what theme I'm going to come well, out to. he's friends with the guys in Rancid, so he, like, could have gone to something. But it was like, look, guys, we I've been doing this since 2002. We all know where I'm going. So, I just, it's a good, it's a classic song. Um, it kind of fits the whole it just it again that's a song that came to inhabit a guy very thoroughly yep most definitely um you know out of license he also had the kill switch thing I cause he had that for a long time several like, years like in fact he half had his it. half his career in WWE was the kill switch yeah and then the other half was it was called the person it was really weird because I was trying to pinpoint when he came out to cult of personality and it was actually like because money in the bank 2011 he is when the last time he came out with the kill switch thing and then when he blew Vince the kiss and left yeah uh then he came back he came back and then it was to the cult of personality well that's that was riff. kind of at that moment where he had established that I'm a big deal anti-authority character that really it was still a novelty at that point in WWE to like acknowledge the width and breadth of everything that that what existed outside of the company you know what I mean like Ring mm -hmm. of Honor like that was a thing well it was fitting too because really poetically what he had done was just opened 
up that company to acknowledging the, the world, world yeah. yeah the world of wrestling around it and because there were a few moments that were kind of like that like matt hardy coming through and being like i'm going to roh i'm going to roh but he didn't get to say ring of honor he just said roh right so and cm punk was somebody who came through and mentioned wrestlers who vince mcmahon didn't sign um or, or had fired or let go right that was after that was before the that was after the pipe bomb right uh, Money in the Bank. I mean, that was when the pipe bomb happened. Was the week before? Oh, it was. Okay. Yes. So yeah, it was. Punk was definitely a guy, and you can see now that it really did stick. Where they actively acknowledge these guys came from Japan, or they left and they come back, like in McIntyre's case and NXT and all this shit. So it was really interesting. It was a cool watershed moment. So it was cool to see that in the context of WWE, but also in the context of CM Punk, like. It's your old theme. Actually, sorry, just to do a correction. The pipe bomb was two weeks before, because the week before was his contract signing, which he rejected. That's right. That's right. That's what that was. Yeah. But the pipe bomb came. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Because it was Nexus Punk at that point. Yeah, it was. That's the only, like, I say blemish. That's the only, like, smudge on that. It was like... Oh, that's right. He had the Nexus for. We should do a. We should do a list sometime on best and worst uh, stables. Well, the war. We should do a. We should do a segment on the worst of the best, like the guys who were great, but then had unfortunate moments. Yeah, no, there there's some good stuff because if it's one thing wrestling's good at, it's taking everything you love, and making it garbage, beating it to death, and taking shit you hate, and actually making it work. And that's absolutely true. So I guess that's it this week on Fight Forever. We ran a little long, so yeah. But it's it's uh, it's a good kind of long, like yeah. a good solid like. Well, I feel like we had to make up for our shitty moods last week. Yeah, yeah. So we just didn't talk about wrestling this week. Yeah, we barely talked about wrestling. <laughs> no, it was good. Is this is a better week? There's some interesting things, and you know, listen, Moro. He's back to announcing. He's going to get a big, big, big fat settlement check. And um, the public is very aware of the shitty attitudes going on in WWE. And they're also going to make Triple H or Triple H. They're also going to make JBL have to uh, be a face. So every time the people are chanting dumb shit, he has to sell it and act like he likes it. And there's nothing quite as quite as satisfying is watching JBL get that cold, dead look on his face and through his teeth. Boy, this crowd's really animated. I love it. As they just boo the shit out of him. Oh, Michael, I love it. Michael, this crowd sure <laughs> is passionate. Yeah. Ah, that's the only thing. I get. love passionate fans. <laughs> You're WWE. He explodes. Yep. Scanners. <laughs> so, you know, whatever. The wheel keeps on a turning, and people already don't care. So yeah, that story kind of died. But you know what? I was mad for a week and fuck JBL. But and tomorrow gets a lot of cash. So you know what? It's a good time. I'll watch. I will watch show. He's shows. He's yeah, on now. You know he'll he'll just get onto other pro wrestling shows and other like fucking MMA shows. He'll be on UFC, and then we hear Joe Rogan go, "Oh, I don't know what I'm talking about." And the more goes on, he's like, "Oh, oh mama mia! Oh, mama mia!" <laughs> and that'll be a great booth. Quick, Colin, what is the next 
pop culture reference Mora will make at his next show. Go. Um, did did you hear about uh, John Layfield? Oh shit, I'm sued. Oh fuck. <laughs> oh Moro, never change, you goofy goofy man. Never change. All right, everyone. This has been Fight Forever. If you like what we're doing, you listen to podcasts. You know how this goes. A like, a comment, a share with some friends who likes wrestling. We appreciate any love you want to throw away, help you'd like to give us, help us get the word out. Instead of sending that dick pic on Tinder, just send a link of us. That's way more erotic. Don't get rid of the dick pic. Just let's prioritize. Save it this time. Yeah, we might take it next time. Because, I mean, I'm interested. (laughs) Uh, That makes one of us. And here's the muse. There's so much more we have to go yes, on. Yes, no, there's... Uh, <laughs> I just wanted to leave. We are I'm on, leaving still. We're on Twitter at Fight Forever Pod. We don't really tweet, but you can DM us there because I haven't set up an email address, so yeah, reach us there. We're on Facebook at Fight Forever Pod. We're going to be on Instagram very soon at Fight Forever Pod as well. Uh, what? I'm making things. I will have content. Oh, okay. I mean, we'll post it on the Twitter, too, but we're not really going to tweet, tweet. That that way we can have an excuse. We're we'll also, just link it all up. There we go. There we go. Yes, the lazy social media strategy. Um, we're also on SoundCloud at Fight Forever Pod. Uh, iTunes, tell a friend, all that good shit. This music, the intertitle music you've heard this week is by our good friend, Mo Goodley. Uh, the music swelling up under my voice right now is brought to us by Redwire. Colin, I think that's all there is now. I got all the plugs out of the way. And a good booyah for my friends in India. Namaste, namago. Here's the music. <laughs> <laughs>